1: We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett.
0: Good day to you today on this Monday, December 6th, and uh, once again, it's a beautiful day. Uh, the sun is shining, it's supposed to be warm today, I think it's going to get cold tomorrow. But we'll take all these days we can get in December and we will thank the Lord for uh, the uh, privilege we have to live and to serve Him. And uh, I especially love this time of year. We had a great day yesterday in church And if you miss the services, I tell you, you got to go back and watch and listen. And I know it's not the same as being here, no doubt about it. But uh, we had a great, great day. We welcome you uh, today to our winning side broadcast, 95.9 FM. Also, those watching on Facebook and those on YouTube, we welcome you. And then we have our radio app. And I know that sounds so high tech. I don't know how these guys do it, but I'm glad they do. And uh, if you're not in the local area... To listen on your radio, you can listen anywhere on that radio app. And then also we have a podcast. And the podcast is The Winning Side. Every episode of The Winning Side is put on a podcast. You can listen to it anywhere, anytime. And uh, the thing about a podcast too is you can uh, listen to it and uh, you can uh, you can pause it, and you can go back and listen later, and you can have the episodes all uh, just automatically come to your phone or computer, all that good stuff, but we welcome you, and we thank you for tuning in today. I hope you had a great weekend. Uh, I hope you had a good day at church yesterday, and we're looking forward to a great week ahead of us. Happy birthday today. ...to Perry Dickens. And Brother Perry, I appreciate you. And I hope you have a great birthday. And then a happy birthday today to one of our uh, young ladies in our church and school, Bella Short. And Bella, I hope you have a great day. And uh, I said it yesterday in the early service uh, when uh, Bella was there and her family. I said, listen, I said, now, if you have a birthday early like this in December... Um, you, you can't get presents for birthday and Christmas lumped together. Uh, so you, you don't, you shouldn't have half the number of presents, and you shouldn't just have. One birthday, one Christmas present, you should have double. I think that's the new rule for December. Double the presents. And so, anyway, happy birthday to you. Let's be in prayer today for our church, pray for our school, Uh, pray for our country, Uh, pray for our missionaries, and a lot of uh, prayer requests, a lot of things to pray for. Uh, But we've seen God answer a lot of prayers, and I'm thankful for that. Last night in the service, we had our parent-baby dedication service, and it was, a, it was a wonderful time. We had seven families uh, that dedicated their children. Two of those uh, were our assistant pastors and their wives, Brother Caleb and uh, Miss Jen. They dedicated baby Rowan, and uh, it was awesome. Now, after the dedication, we were getting ready to take the picture, and Rowan, he was snoozing, man. He was just having a nap right there in the middle of church. Not even the middle of church at the beginning of church, on the platform, and uh, I hope he hasn't learned that from his father. I hope that's not what Brother Caleb does on the platform you know nodding in sleep rather than nodding in agreement, but uh, we had uh, of course the Schnurs and then uh, the Johnsons brother Nathan and Miss Grace Johnson and their little baby girl Olivia. She was born the day before Thanksgiving. She was not due till December. I think it was the 22nd or 23rd. And so she was born a little early. Everything's fine. And uh, they were able to, to participate in the parent-baby dedication. I asked Miss Grace last night after church, I said, did you in your wildest dreams ever think that you'd have the baby and have the baby for dedication service like this? And it's been a whirlwind, I think, for them. And it's been a whirlwind for the schnurs, but praise the Lord, the babies are here and uh, they are doing great. Last night in that service, I challenged the parents and I challenged everybody from Joshua 24, 15, where the Bible says, Joshua told the people, he said, choose you this day whom you will serve. And then Joshua said, I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know what choice you're going to make. But Joshua said, I know what choice I'm going to make. And he said this, he said, As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And I hope that's the choice that you've made. I want you to hear this song. Uh, the Brady Rochester family, they sing this song, and it's a good little song. I think it'll help you today. I think it'll encourage you today. And uh, I think we might play another song too. So we'll get this one ready, and uh, I hope you'll enjoy this. And think about this song as it applies to your life, to your family to the decisions that you have to make. We'll play that song right now. Hope you enjoy it. We stand here together As a family we join hands together
2: Lifting praises to the Father above For sending His Son We've chosen together As a family to serve Him forever Knowing nothing else will matter in time We made up our minds Through the heat of the day We will join in the fight Till he takes us away Till our faith becomes sight As for Me me and my house We will serve the Lord We will serve him We will serve him We will serve him For he Nothing stand in your way. Give the praise he deserves. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my house, we will serve. As for me and my house, We will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve
0: the Lord. Amen. That's a good song. And uh, I hope that is your uh, desire. Hope that's your decision to say, As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And that's what I challenged our uh, families last night and challenged our church family last night. You've got to make that decision. It's not just one time. Uh, You make the decision to trust Christ as Savior. That's a one-time decision. Once you're saved, you're always saved. But the decision to serve God, that's a decision you have to make every day. Say, today, with God's help and with God's power and with God's grace, I'm going to serve Him today. And uh, I enjoyed that, that text last night from Joshua 24. Uh, If it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, and that word evil doesn't mean wicked, doesn't, obviously it's not wicked to serve God. It's great. It's righteous. It's, it's, it's the right thing to do. But that word evil, it means something that's bad or a mistake. And I'll tell you, it's no mistake to serve God. You'll have no regrets when you say yes to serving God. And then I want to play one more song. Uh, We were talking last night, I was preaching the message about why we serve God. It talks about in Joshua twenty four fourteen it says that we are to fear him and and serve him in sincerity and in truth and so so why do we serve God uh, well we serve God uh, because we love him. And uh, we love Him because He first loved us. And so I want you to hear one more song. We'll get into the lesson today. Uh, But I've had these songs on my heart, and I hope they'll be a blessing to you. We didn't play them last night uh, just for sake of time. But uh, I want you to hear this song, I Will Serve Thee. Why do we serve Him? We serve Him because we love Him. Hope you enjoy this song, and then we'll be in our Bible study, Proverbs 26 today. that is so true. Uh, I was nothing before you found me. You have given life to me. Aren't you glad that God came and gave you life and uh, saved your soul? Praise the Lord. I was just looking at the comments here, and I should read these more often, those that uh, comment in on uh, Facebook. Uh, Aunt Vicki is up in Rockford, Illinois. She commented and uh, said that uh, the temperature... In Rockford, Illinois, the sun is shining Oh wonderful, it must be balmy and so oh, no, it's 30 degrees and feels like eighteen degrees. That is cold that's that's truly though December uh, in uh, Illinois, but uh, uh, I hope you all survive. You need to come down and visit North Carolina is what you need to do. But uh, it's good to hear from you. Uh, Jenny Jones, uh, thank you for watching. I see your uh, comment there. Let us know you're watching. J- Brother Jimmy Clements, thank you for watching. We've been praying for your mom. I hope uh, she's doing better. Miss um, uh, Cheryl Dixon, uh, your comment about the service last night. Thank you for your Encouragement And what a blessing to get to see uh, your granddaughter, uh, Allison, uh, dedicated last night. She is so tiny and uh, so precious. I know you're uh, so thankful for that. And then I saw Mrs. Reyes uh, out in California. And I know you, I think you watch all the services, but I know you got to see uh, that uh, parent-baby dedication with uh, little Olivia. And uh, we we'll look forward to having you come and visit again and uh, see the grandbabies. And uh, you are a blessing. Thank you for tuning in today. In your Bibles, Proverbs 26, uh, we're actually talking about the weather. It says in verse 1, as snow in summer, that's odd, as snow in summer and as rain in harvest, so honor is not seemly or appropriate for a fool. We're going to look at in Proverbs 26, we're going to look at some lessons from nature. And very interesting, all of these uh, different things we'll see here in Proverbs 26. But the first one, let's look at some lessons from the snow and the rain. Snow in summer, interesting. Snow can be, and I believe it is, a beautiful thing uh, when it falls. Uh, when the ground is freshly covered by snow, it's beautiful. Uh, after a while, the snow kind of gets a little mushy and gets dirty. And then if it refreezes, it turns to ice and it's not quite as pretty as when it first fell. But snow, snow can be a beautiful thing. As a matter of fact, the precipitation uh, is is so important. We need the snow. If you hear about a lot of the mountains and the snowfall, well, that eventually is what fills the rivers and fills the lakes and that is what uh, waters the, the crops and it, it keeps uh, the farmers uh, going. But precipitation is necessary. It's needed for the soil. It's needed for the animals, needed for crops, needed for people. That's how we have water. You know, in Israel, 70% of their rain comes between November and March. June through August is usually no rain at all. Uh, They may get a little bit of snow in the winter at some higher elevations in Israel, but not very much. The Mediterranean climate is uh, long, hot, dry summers, and then short, cool, rainy winters. That's what it would be like in Israel. And so when Solomon is writing to his son Rehoboam, and he uses the example of snow in summer or rain in harvest, what he is saying is that's, that's not likely, that's not fitting, that's not going to work. You see, snow in the summer would not be a good thing. Could you imagine if all of a sudden you're in the middle of summer and all of a sudden the temperature goes from uh, 80 degree and 90 degree days, all of a sudden it goes down to 20 and 30 degrees, that would be a problem. You're not ready for it, you're not prepared for it. Uh, it would be a disaster. Imagine, I think about my uh, Aunt Vicky and some family up in Illinois, my brother uh, Joel and my sister Jessica, they're up there in uh, Illinois and Iowa. I can't imagine the middle of the summer, July, and all of a sudden there's a blizzard comes through. Can I tell you, that would create some problems. It's not a good thing. It's not appropriate. Then it says rain in harvest. Now, we understand that because even around here, It's harvest time and the farmers are trying to get the crops in. And if we had pouring rain, it would be a setback. It would be a problem. It would be difficult. So here's what the verse says. It says, as snow in summer, that doesn't fit. As rain in harvest, that doesn't work. So honor is not seemly or not appropriate for a fool. Honor is a great thing. However, a fool does not know how to handle it. A fool does not know how to respond to honor. Many times honor does not help a fool, but it hurts a fool. Honor does not benefit a fool, but it becomes a detriment to that person who is foolish. A fool does not need to be honored. A fool does not need to be promoted or glorified or lifted up in any way, shape, or form. A fool needs to be left alone, or in some cases, a fool needs to be rebuked. I want to say this, just kind of to make it applicable and kind of put it down where we live on the bottom shelf here, but be careful about praising people who are foolish. Our children are listening. The next generation is watching who we honor with our words and and with our money and with our time and with our endorsement. Uh, I think athletes, I think uh, that's a good example, but athletes may be wonderful at their sport, but athletes in many cases, not all, but many cases, athletes are terrible role models. In many cases, the athletes that, that can shoot a basketball or can throw a football or can hit a baseball, and again, not in all cases, but in many cases, those athletes have no morals. Uh, they have no values. They have no wisdom. They have no discernment. Uh, they, they live uh, for the things of this world. And we ought not to be praising that kind of lifestyle in front of our children. As a matter of fact, we shouldn't be praising it even for ourselves. It's, it's not appropriate. It's not seemly for a fool uh, to give them honor. The Bible tells us that snow in summer, it's not the right timing. As rain and harvest, again, that's not the right timing. And in life, timing is so important. The Bible talks about saying the right thing at the right time. I think we've already covered the verse, but it says, A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold and pictures of silver. It's a beautiful thing when you say the right thing at the right time. And may God help us to be good and to be wise with our timing. I've used this before. I don't know if I've said it on the radio. I know I've said it in church But my dad used to say, Jeremy, 95% of life is all about timing. And I remember when he said that, I thought, I don't know about that. But can I tell you, it's true. Timing is so important. May God help us to have wisdom, to have the right timing. And may God help us not to give honor to a fool, but may God help us to honor those that deserve honor. May God help us to promote those who are people that we can follow and people that we can uh, uh, follow a pattern and follow their lead. I hope you have a great day. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you. We'll be back tomorrow with another lesson from nature in Proverbs 26. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side.
1: Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnet